While Christmas is my most favorite holiday, that's by far my most favorite. I do have a soft spot for Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. It's right before Christmas, but the reality is it's a great time for us to have great food, but spend time with our friends and our family. And so my question for you is, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Definitely put it in the comment section below because we're going to talk about that today. Hey everyone, my name is Tom Pounder. I'm the online campus pastor here at New Life Christian Church. And again, I love Thanksgiving. And my favorite thing about Thanksgiving, the food-wise, is I've, I've done this over the past few years, but I've loved to do a bacon-wrapped turkey. In fact, this year, I'm even adding on to it a little bit. I made this compound butter with maple syrup and baking grease, and, I put, and I'm going to put it on the turkey and then wrap it with bacon. I'm so excited about doing this, and I love just the bacon-wrapped turkey in general, but I love trying new things uh, over Thanksgiving. So again, another question for you is, what's your favorite food in Thanksgiving? What's the, is it the turkey? Is it a side dish? Is it an appetizer? I would love for you to share that with me today. In fact, make sure you put it in the comment section so I know what your favorite food is uh, today. But as we're talking about Thanksgiving, a question for you is, what is the opposite of being thankful? What's the opposite? It's complaining. That's right. The opposite of being thankful is being a complainer. And that's what we're going to talk about in particular today. We're going to look about how people who could have been thankful chose to be complainers. And we're going to talk about how we can be thankful in our everyday lives today. But just to give you a little backstory about this, we're going to talk about the Old Testament a little bit. And in the book of Genesis, we see that towards the end, that Joseph and his whole entire family are going to Egypt because uh, there's going to be a great famine. And Joseph had this great plan that God had given them. And then he shared it with Pharaoh and he elevated it up to second in charge. So all of Joseph's family came to him. And while the Pharaoh loved Joseph and his family, ultimately, people started dying off and the Pharaoh became a different Pharaoh and Joseph passed away and they forgot all the great things that God had provided the Egyptians. And so what the Egyptians did was they enslaved the Israelites. They were afraid of them, thinking that if these people get too big, they're going to overtake us and take all our land. And so they enslaved them. And so for hundreds of years, they were enslaved. And the people of Israel cried out to God and said, God, we need your help. Please free us. And so God sent Moses to free him. And ultimately, through the series of the Ten Plagues, uh, the Pharaoh released the Israelites. And they went out into the desert to the Promised Land. And you would think that at this time, they were very thankful. But think again, <laughs> because the Israelites were not. They Soon after they got out of uh, Egypt, they started complaining. They started wanting to go back to slavery. And again, you can check about this all throughout the book of Exodus, but I want to encourage you to check out Exodus 5, 1 through 22, or Exodus 14, 11 through 12, and just see how the different ways they complain right after they got out of Egypt. But then they continue to complain. And I'm going to just highlight just a few different things that the Israelites complained about once they got out of Egypt. They complained about the, the taste of water. The water bothered them. They didn't like the bread that Moses gave them in the desert. They were thirsty, so they were complaining about that. They got impatient waiting for the Ten Commandments. They complained, and they built an altar, a golden calf for themselves to worship. They complained about the food again. They complained about Moses' leadership. They complained about not entering into the promised land. These are all found in the book of Exodus. So again, two of my favorite books of the Bible really are in the Old Testament of Genesis and Exodus. We really get to see God's plan for redemption 
and God moving the people out of Israel. But then we also see this crazy stuff about how Israel was free and they continued to complain. They they could have been thankful. They should have been thankful, but they chose to complain. So right now I want to just talk about two different things that complaining does to us, but also how we can embrace a spirit of thankfulness uh, instead of being complainers like what the Israelites did. The first thing is that when we complain, it just drains us. Complaining drains us. In fact, stats show that when you complain, you actually feel worse after complaining than you feel better. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Instead of it making you feel better about complaining, you actually feel worse. And that's why I love how in the Bible it encourages us to not embrace the spirit of complaining, but embrace the spirit of being thankful. In fact, Paul talks about this in Philippians 4, verses 14 through 16. He says this, Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then, on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I ran the race, in, that I did not run the race in vain, and that my work was not useless. Paul is talking about how, listen, you can complain all you want, but let's embrace the spirit of thankfulness. Do everything without complaining and arguing. Everyone complains. Everyone argues. I know that in my life, I, I'm surrounded by different people, and there are some groups of people that, I, I, whenever I'm around, they're complaining about something. In fact, it seems like all they do together is just complain about things. And it's easy for me to get sucked into complaining as well. But I have to embrace what Paul's talking about, about in Philippians 4. I got to do everything without complaining or arguing. I got to shine a light of who God is to other people. Think about it. If you're hanging out with people that are complaining a lot, what would it look like and how would it change the conversation if you chose to be thankful instead of being a complainer just like everyone else? You could shine the light of Christ to other people. You can be that encouragement to someone else today. So don't let complaining drag you down. In fact, shine the light of Jesus with other people by choosing to be thankful. So that's the first thing you can do. The second thing you can do is to choose to see life as a gift. Choose to see life as a gift. I've said this numerous times, but I really do believe that God blesses us differently and uniquely, and that some people get blessed in this area, some people get blessed in that area, but God blesses all of us. And we need to just take a step back. Instead of complaining, we need to look at it and say, hey, how has God blessed me, and what can I choose to be thankful for? If nothing else, you have to be thankful for that Christ sacrificed his own life for all of us so that we can have salvation, we can have eternal life, and we can have life and life to the full in this present life. You know, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says this, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. This is what God did for us. God demonstrated, remember Romans 5, 8, God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God demonstrated. He showed us how much he loved us. So if nothing else, you can embrace the fact that God loves you so much that you're loved. And you can be thankful for that. So I want to encourage you today, embrace that spirit of thankfulness because life is a gift. So write down, one thing that you can do is just write down all the things that you have to be thankful for. And then take time to thank God for that. In fact, we're actually doing a thing right now at New Life where we're sending a daily text 
of what you can choose to be thankful for that day. It's just one text and a scripture reference about what you can choose to thank God for. So if you're having problems figuring out what to be thankful for, text THANKFUL to 703-454-5990. Again, life is a gift. We don't have to complain. We don't have to be like the Israelites. We can choose to embrace what God has blessed us with and thank Him for that. I know that I'm thankful for my family. I know I'm thankful for my friends. I know I'm thankful for all of you who are taking time to, to watch this. And I hope that this encourages you. So if you've got thoughts, if you've got comments, if you've got questions, definitely put it in the comment section below. Uh, or you can email me, tomp at newlife.church. I would love to encourage you. God has blessed us richly, differently, uniquely. Choose to be thankful and let the light of Christ shine and impact other people for generations to come. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for who you are and thank you for what you're doing. Lord, I just pray that we can embrace the spirit of thankfulness. Instead of being complainers, we can embrace thankfulness and thank you for the gift that you've given us and thank you for all that you've blessed us with. So Lord, thank you. I ask that you guide us, you direct us, and you bless us in mighty ways this week. It's your name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.